0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. everybody. It's Kim Hughes with the Unstoppable Real Estate Agent Podcast. And today we're going to talk about community or what you may also want to call neighborhood uh, pages, website, domain, whatever you want to call them. So a little backstory here. Um, You know, several years ago, community pages and neighborhood websites became very popular. And there were companies that even created. Uh, platforms where you could go and create your neighborhood or your community page and invite those neighbors into that community. So anybody that lived in that community could come into that group. And it was all about that community. And it was a positive thing. It wasn't a negative thing. And so people would talk about, you know, garage sales. They would talk about um, farmer's market. You know, things that are going on in that community could be a sports event. It could be um, supporting your kids. The Girl Scout cookies, you know, are now available. You know, it's just any kind of information that could help the community know what's going on and be aware of what's going on. So this is something that we did many, many, many years ago. And if you look at some of the top agents today, and I'm going to share a couple of them with you because we um, either have worked with those agents or have helped them build their community pages in the past. Now, those community pages have changed a lot because one, the agents decided not to uh, continue doing them, or maybe they you know, went to not using our services, doing it on their own, Whatever that case may be, doesn't matter. The point of the conversation we're having today is how important um, it could be to your website and to give you that authority um, in your community as the real estate expert. And, you know, I always tell agents don't just become the real estate expert or the authority, become the community authority, or the town authority, or the city authority. Because the more you know about your market and where you live and what goes on there, and the more you share that, the more that community will gravitate to you. Because they're going to know that you know what's going on. If I need a painter, who am I going to call? I'm going to call my agent. If I need a plumber and I don't know one, who am I going to call? My agent. You want them to be thinking of you when they need something in their community. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So again, many, many, many years ago, we created these websites and companies um, created these platforms for you to purchase and you can manage that community and, you know, invite everybody in that community and everything. So the point of this is, is, is several things will happen when you put it on your website. So one, you always have to have a website. If you are an agent that does not have a website outside of your brokerage or your franchise, that's going to be the first thing I tell you to do is get you a website that you own and you can control. Because if you ever were to leave the current brokerage or franchise, you just take your little website with you, you change your branding, um, and it's not a big deal. But if you are only using what your broker or what your franchise is giving you, and you decide to leave, then you have to start all over again, and you have to recreate the wheel. And you should never have to do that, okay? So the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is get a, you know, get you a website. If you don't know who to go to for websites, um, the one that we use that we're very happy with, we've used them for years, is ihouseweb.com. Now there's others out there. There's brevity, There's Real Geeks. There's so many. So just do your research. Find what you like, what, it, um, what that website offers, and does it meet what your expectations are? And you might even look and talk to other agents. You might jump into one of your Facebook groups um, with real estate agents and ask them, what do you use? Don't use just because they use it and you admire that person. Understand why they chose that website, why they're using that website. And then compare. You know, I always say, look at two or three, see which one fits your fits your needs, your budget, and go from there. Okay, with that said, we know you need a website. Second thing you need is a domain. So if you don't have a domain for your website, then you need to do that. Um, it's gonna be a little tricky. You can do this. It could be in your name. So it could be like Kim kimhughesrealestate.com. It could be Kim Hughes Sells, Minniala, Texas. It could be anything you want it to be. Just make sure that the word real estate um, Homes for sale, something like that, that tells the search engines when they see your domain, what does that tell them? So for example, my domain is kimhughes.com. Back in the day, I've had this domain for over 20 something years. So back in the day, it didn't really matter. As the website and the internet has evolved, we have all learned that the search engines are going to look at first the domain and then the content. So make sure that whatever you get, you can have a 100 domains and they can all point to that website, but that one major or main, the parent domain should have something with real estate in it or something that tells the search engines, this is a real estate website, okay? So with that said, the second thing you want to do is, or the third thing, is you want to think of domains that you can purchase that relate to the communities that you want to set up community pages with. So, you know, for example, if you have a a community called Hickory Creek, you could call it hickorycreek.com, or you could call it, you know, the community of Hickory Creek, whatever you want to call it. Um, And then you would take that domain and you're going to point it or forward it to the website page that you create on your website, okay? So keep those three things in mind. You need a domain for your main parent website. You need a really good website. And then you need to start purchasing community domains that um, you want to create community pages for or neighborhood pages. Okay, so we've got that done. That's the technical side of it. Then the next thing you want to do, and I'm gonna talk to you as if you already have a website, okay? So you have your website. um, You want to create these pages. So here's a couple of things that you can do. You can talk to the people that own the domain. I mean, not the domain, but on your website. So keep in mind that anytime you go to a company that sells real estate websites, You do not really own the website itself. You own the domain, you own the content, but the the template itself is a lease or a rental. And so just keep that in mind because a lot of people get really confused over that. And so if you ever decide to change your website, you can take your content that you created, you can take your domain, but the template or anything that that company offered you can't take it, okay? So just keep that in mind. Um, but let's just now focus in a little bit more on those community slash neighborhood pages. So I'm going to use Hickory Creek as the example. So we have a community called Hickory Creek. Um, I'm going to, as a real estate agent, I'm going to look at what does that community offer, what schools, what medical facilities, um, what activities. Are there any gyms? Are there any um, community gardens? Is there a community pool? Is there, um, you know, grocery stores, pharmacies? What is all within, you know, maybe not walking distance, but, you know, a 10-minute drive maybe that they could get to, restaurants, um, just anything, because everybody's going to have a community that's different. So like where I live, I live in a very small community of about 5,000 people. You know, we have a wonderful downtown. We have the cutest little downtown district. Everything is wonderful, but we're very limited because we are so tucked away that um, we don't have a lot of the facilities that we would like to have. So we don't have a Costco or a Sam's, of course. We only have a Walmart and a, and a Brookshire's grocery store. Anything else, we have to really travel, you know, 20, 30 miles to get to whatever it is we want. If we want to really go shopping, we drive into Dallas, which is two hours. So these are things as if I was an agent in Mineola, I would talk about that. Because we don't really have neighborhoods, we have more what they call subdivisions. So Hickory Creek is one of our subdivisions. So I could talk about Hickory Creek, but I'm really going to talk about my town and what it has to offer. Um, now if my, my little community, Hickory Creek has, you know, annual garage sales, annual street party, um, fall festival, Christmas party, you know, whatever that may be. Yes, you want to talk about that. But if your community is not big enough to really, you know, to get in there and talk about what's available, then you need to talk about what's around that community. So we're going to talk about Mineola. So Mineola is known for, it used to be a railroad town. It still is, but I mean, that's what it's known for. Um, A lot of ranches. We have a lot of lakes around us that are, you know, very good fishing lakes. We have one of the, I think it's, I think it's the number one lake in the United States, and it's called Lake Fork, which is a huge bass lake, which is where a lot of really big fishing tournaments take place. Um, But you have other lakes around us as well. So you want to talk about those because you're going to gravitate to people that like to fish, like to be on the water, um, want to be outdoors. Then we have a nature preserve. So then I'm going to talk about that. We have another trail. Um, We have, you know, wildlife. We have a pavilion where you can have parties. We have all kinds of stuff out there. You can go fishing. You can ride your bikes. You can ride your horses and all of that stuff. So these are the things that I'm going to talk about if I was a real estate agent in my town. So then I would talk about expanding. So then I would talk about the surrounding towns, just a little of highlight. And then I would go into the bigger city, which is Tyler, which is the closest to me. But then I could also talk about going into Dallas. Or maybe I go to the east and talk about what's in Longview. So we have these cities surrounding us, but they're a little bit of a drive. You know, Tyler is about 45-minute drive. Longview is about an hour. Dallas is two hours. So you need to kind of show people what is available to them immediately or what's available to them within an hour right or an hour or two so um funny story we do have a hometown uh facebook group in minneapolis and somebody posted the other day i don't know the person i don't know who it is um but she posted that she was new to the area she had somewhere she had to go the next day and she went downtown And she said, you know, why isn't it that we don't have the um, clothing stores that maybe Tyler or Dallas has? And so she was very frustrated because she was trying to find a pair of blue jeans and she needed dressy blue jeans. She couldn't find them. So she was asking the group, who, who, where do I go? What do do y'all do when you need something and you have to go far away to get it? Well, then people started explaining, you know, hey, you're buying the lifestyle. You're not buying the shopping. You're not buying all the glitz and glamour. You're buying into a lifestyle that our town offers. And that is kind of a trigger because I thought that is exactly why people move to Mineola. They move here because they want to slow it down. They want to raise their children in a small town. They want to retire to a small town. You know, so, you know, you have a little bit of everything here. As far as the type of people that live here. So then, you know, it was really funny because we do have a dress shop. Um, it's a very small one and it probably doesn't have blue jeans. But, you know, everybody was saying go to Walmart, you know, um, go to the thrift store or get in the car and drive to Tyler. And so when somebody moves here, it's kind of a culture shock because they don't really understand this lifestyle. So that's something that you could talk about on your community page is the lifestyle that that community offers. You know, um, it's very important to have the schools, the school reports, um, know, I mean, when we were creating these community and neighborhood websites We were going nitty gritty. I mean, we were diving in deep in these communities because we wanted them to have not just schools, but the daycares, um, the mom day out programs, the churches. Um, We had um, sports events, you know. So we went through a town and looked at everything that was there and we created it on that community page on the client's website. So once you have that created, then what you're going to do is go, well, okay, now I've created it. What do I do now? Well, you're going to have to market that page. So in the today's world, you could do a couple of things. You could have a Facebook group that's private that um, you invite those neighborhood, those neighbors to. So if I was if I was creating a Facebook page on Hickory Creek, then I would send out um, a couple of postcards through the mail. And and promote that to those neighbors saying, Hey, I've created a community uh, web, you know, uh, Facebook page for you, and it's all about your neighborhood. So join us and get involved. Or maybe you say, um, You know, if you come, you, you put the postcard out, then they come to your website, they learn about that community. And then on that page, you say, Join our private Facebook group. So now they're clicking on that. They're going to the Facebook group. They're answering your questions. They're joining. You're asking them to introduce themselves. Now what you're doing is you're keeping them kind of in a close knit family, right? So if they are joining, that means they have an interest. So what your job is, is to make sure that you keep that group interesting enough to keep them involved. You constantly want things going on. You want people talking about things. You can even ask somebody in the neighborhood, you know, if they would be interested in being an admin for that page. You know, a lot of people um, would love to do that, but you just have to ask them. Um, If you're in an HOA, you know, you might want to talk to the HOA first to see what their guidelines are. And if they have a Facebook page, and if they do, great, no problem. Can you get into it? You know, most HOAs will let you, um, but then there's some that won't. So don't get your feelings hurt if they don't let you in. But again, you can still create that community page on your website. And you know, if you're not hurting the laws or hurting other people or making them mad or anything like that, then create your own Facebook page for that HOA. I don't really recommend it, but you never know. Talk to the HOA. They may be open to it, or they may let you take over their Facebook page for the HOA as an admin. Especially if you live in that neighborhood or that community. Okay. So then we've kind of given you some ideas of, you know, how to get this going. So I hope you're kind of writing down some ideas and writing down the communities that you're interested in. Don't do all of them at once. Do one and really make it good. Then go and out there and market it. And get in and see what that response is and what's working, what's not working by inviting them to your website to learn more about that community or to click here to join my Facebook page, which is private. Then, you know, because that's the beauty. Now you've got them in a group, no other chatter. Um, You can invite other business owners in there. Don't recommend inviting other real estate agents, but that is totally up to you. Um. It is not a place where people should come in and advertise. If, you know, let's say the landscaper is, you know, here we are, you know, we're in January, now we're going into spring here in a couple of months. So, landscapers could come in and maybe say, Hey, we're happy to give you a quote if you want to give us a call, but they're not advertising. They're giving tips, they're giving um, information. So, if I had a landscaping company um, in my private Facebook group, I would tell them, If you are a business owner, you cannot advertise, you cannot promote your business, but you can certainly offer tips and information about what your business offers. So again, as a landscaper, I would be going in there and saying, you know, right now you should be raking those leaves or getting your seeds ready to plant or, you know, cleaning out your flower beds and, you know, trimming your crepe myrtles, whatever that may be. And that is a another business in your community that you are allowing them to educate the group, but at the same time, they're getting a little promo from it, right? Because if they can't, if they can't offer advice or tips or information, then they can't promote their company. Given if they do, kick them out. Not a big deal. But then you also want to think, is it fair to other businesses if they If there's more than one. So I always say, you know, when it comes to the businesses that you allow into these groups, um, make sure that you don't have them stepping on each other's toes. Maybe one um, per per industry, maybe two per industry, because they offer a little bit of different things, you know. So kind of think about that. Um, You can do this any way you want. It's your Facebook group. Nobody can tell you how to run it but you. You can take suggestions, and that's a really good way to do it, is when you send out that first postcard, you could say, join our, our go to my website to learn more about the community, and we have a special treat for you while you're there. So there's a call of action, getting them to the website, to the page, because you put in the domain, hickorycreek.com. When they get there, they read the information. They see that they can join a private Facebook group for this community only. And then once they answer the questions, they're in the group, they announce themselves. Now you can create a marketing strategy for those people, whether they're buying or selling, okay? And if you do sell in that community and you invite that that buyer to join your Facebook page, which you should, then you want to introduce them. So if you've had your Facebook group for a week, say there's 50 people in it, and you just sold a home to Paul and Kim Hughes, who's moving into Hickory Creek, then you as the agent should go in there with a picture of Paul and I holding a sold sign or something like that with you, and then um, or a video, you can do a video too, and then put that in the Facebook group. And it's not about you selling them a home. It's about you introducing them as the new people in the neighborhood and welcome them. And, you know, do that because you're going to get that exposure. You're getting the exposure because you own the Facebook group. You're getting the exposure because you're introducing the neighbors. People don't need to know that you are the real estate agent that sold them the house. It's just a video or a picture welcoming the welcoming them to the community and asking everybody in the community to, you know, extend a warm welcome, et cetera. That is a great thing to do for new people moving into a community because they don't know anybody, okay? Okay, so then we're going to talk about the schools. So any information you have on the schools that that community has available to them, then you post it, whether it's private or public, daycares, Mother's Day out, um, anything that can help families. Um, get their kids in school, maybe you homeschool. Maybe there's some homeschooling groups that you could put in there. I think that would be huge. Um, Need a babysitter? Here's a list, you know, things like that. Um, I had to write all this because I had so many ideas, but, um, you know, what amenities are in that neighborhood? Um, You know, always, always, every month, put in there the market stats for that community or even that town. Okay, depending on how big and everything else. So you can do that and put those market stats. And my tip is, if you're going to put market stats in that Facebook page, then you will want to do a video and you want to talk about them. You want to explain how these um, results are pulled together and then give your opinion. And you could even do a blog on this on your website and say, hey, the latest market stats um, are available. Here they are. And then if you want a more, you know, maybe you just put the the image of the market stats and then say, if you would like to know more or if you would like to hear what I think about the market stats, then please join our Facebook group. But let me just put a word of caution here. You're going to have to be careful who joins that group. Okay. Because it's a public thing out there. You've got it on your website, you're promoting it on social media. And so now when people see it and they want to join, you need to kind of make sure that they are living in that community. So you're going to have to do a little work on that. Um, how do you do that? You can find several ways. You can go on the MLS, look for them. You can look on the tax roll, things like that. But I would keep it very, very exclusive. Okay. So that way you don't have riff riffraff coming in, spammers coming in, um, people coming in that have nothing to do with that community, okay? Then we want to talk about, again, I think I've already mentioned this, but events like sport events. Um, what does the schools do that gives them recognition? You know, okay, so here we are in January, we're getting ready to start baseball. So you want to talk about the baseball schedule. You want to talk about... Uh, Don't and and let me just say this, because it could happen, and I see it, and you do it without even thinking. It's not to hurt anybody's feelings, it's just you do it without thinking. Is if you're going to promote boys baseball, make sure you support the girls' softball team. If you're going and the volleyball team and the cheerleaders and the drill team and the dance team. So it's a little bit of both. You've got the guys' sports and the girls' sports, and you want to talk about them both. Evenly. And you might even want to go to some of those events and videotape some clips, take some pictures, and use that in your Facebook group as well as on the website. So you are doing something that is going to be huge for you, but it doesn't take a whole lot of work. You're going to put a little work into it to get it going. You're going to have to manage it. You're going to have to keep it up and keep it exciting. So you really have to make a commitment here. And if you can't make that commitment to keep that page, and that website updated, then you need to find somebody that can help you do that. Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, go in gun ho and you're posting and you're posting. And then two months later, it goes crickets, okay? You've got to constantly keep it up, constantly. Um, another thing, and like I said, you know, you could even do a monthly business, uh, a local business sponsorship and go out and do a video. Um, on that business, talk to the business owner, put it on your website, on that page, or maybe you put a little thing on there and create a blog and said, hey, we interviewed Stanley's Barbecue this week, you know, um, jump over to the Facebook group and, and watch the interview, you know, that kind of thing. Again, you're pushing people to the website, then you're pushing them to the private Facebook page. It's a win-win. So you do the blog, you take the link, you put it on social media. Social media clicks on it. They go to your website page on that community. And from there, they can either watch the video or click on the link to join the Facebook group. And then even if it's on your Facebook and your social media, you still need to go in there and post it in your Facebook page, okay? So it's like three things. Blog, social media, going back to the website, and then four things okay um another thing you could do is if you live in a place where there is uh transportation buses trains etc put that on there put those bus schedules um or at least link to the bus schedule but if you're going to link to something outside of your website you need to make sure that it opens in a new tab or in a new window. Because if they click off of your website to go look at the train schedule and then they want to come back to your website, some people don't even think, oh, well, where did it go? I lost my website. So now they're moving on. So make sure you open it up in a new window or in a new tab. Um, what else? Crime and safety. You know, this is not a positive thing, but I think it's important that you talk about it and you talk about the safety. Um, tips, you know, maybe you have a police officer that lives in that community and he can talk about safety tips. Maybe you have a fireman that can talk about safe, you know, fire safety, um, you know, security. You know, if you live in a gated, if it's a gated community, talk about the gated community, the security, and and why there is a gated community. You don't just let everybody in. Okay. Um, talk about the economy in your town. You know what what um is going on in the economy? Not in the world, not in the state, in your town. You know, and talk about that. And you talk about supporting your local businesses, especially around certain holidays. Like here, we have Valentine's coming up. You want to promote your local florists. You may have two or three. Promote them all. Don't just because your best friend owns one florist. Don't shy away from the other two. You promote all the floors because they are the ones that are going to send you business. And then um, another good one is when you are selling a property in that neighborhood and you do a video, which is what I recommend, you're talking to them about the buying process and, you know, what made them ch- decide to choose that particular community. It's not about you. Don't start talking about, oh, well, how did I do? Did I help you find the home of your dreams, et cetera? No, this is about them and your community. So you want to talk to them, you know, what are your interests? You know Because when you ask somebody, you know, well, what do you like to do when you're not at work? you know, per se, or when you're not with your kids, what do you enjoy doing? Oh, I love to read. I love to bake. I love to run. I love to work out. I love to, um, you know, get a facial, a massage. I like to go shopping, whatever. Have them talk about that because when you introduce them in that video into your private Facebook group, then people that are in that group are going to watch it and they're going to go, oh, I like to make sourdough bread too. So then they're going to start a conversation. Now we've got friends. So you see how that works? Very important that you know how to do this the right way without promoting yourself. You can promote yourself all day long, but it's how you promote it. It's not shoved in your face and not chasing them around the neighborhood. Very, very discreetly can you promote yourself by posting the video of the people that you just sold a home to in that neighborhood and getting to know them. And then, um, you know, even though it's your Facebook group, you can do anything you want with it, but it always comes from the website. So make sure that what you put on that website directs people to the Facebook page to join it, okay? Um, You can talk about you, um, you know, let's say you want to talk about a new designation, You know, maybe you just got the CRS designation. You can go in there and talk about that, do a little video, talk about why you got the CRS, what does that mean to them, and how it can benefit them as a, um, you know, uh, buying a home or selling a home. And then this is the coolest thing, and you're not even trying to do it. So when you create this page on your website, you are creating an SEO. Um, You're naming it, let's just say hickorycreek.com, and you're taking that domain, you're forwarding it to that Hickory Creek page on your website. Now what you're doing is you're marketing to that neighborhood to come to the website to learn more about what you've created and, and how it can go from there. So then now you have created a direct message to that community by sending postcards, you're going to have to send a, you know, more than one. So you might think about a seller postcard strategy or, um, just talk about, you know, the community and talk about what you're doing on this, on this website, as well as the Facebook page, then talk about, um, you know, your, your, success I've got a CRS do a little intro of who you are and put it on there you know hi my name is Kim Hughes um, I am a realtor in Minneela Texas and I've been in the business for 24 years. I you know whatever and then talk about what you enjoy doing as a personal interest you know oh I love baking I love sourdough bread baking um I love to cook I love to work in my yard. Um, I have dogs, I have um, ducks, you know, people gravitate to things that you enjoy doing as well. So make sure you talk about who you are and show pictures in the Facebook group that's private, you know, of you maybe with your family on vacation or taking a hike or sitting at a sports event. Um, Maybe you're with a group of friends at the pool this summer and you're taking pictures, birthday parties, et cetera. So by doing this going back to the SEO is when when you drive traffic to your website that's driving SEO. I don't care what anybody says this is the best way to do it is to drive the traffic. Don't put your dollars into buying leads. Let's create a different way to do it that's going to give you a better return of investment. So that is creating the community page. And creating the Facebook private page, creating a marketing strategy that you can target to that particular uh, community, talk about it on social media and do videos, walk around the neighborhood, taking videos of the park, of the yard, you know, and things like that. Maybe you even do a yard of the month you know, um, and pick a home in that neighborhood. And it's a big sign in the yard, you know, um, sponsored by, and maybe you do a poll in your Facebook group. Who gets a yard of the month this this month? You know, for the month of February, let's pick a yard of the month. Now you've got the neighbors involved and the neighbors are going to go, well, I want that. Oh, I want that. Oh, you know what? Judy down the street has a great yard. Let's take, let's vote for her. So it's, it's kind of bringing that community together, right? And if they have like a pavilion or a community garden or a community pool or any, anything like that, you might even think about having an event there, you know, maybe twice a year, you know, um, maybe you host a Halloween or a fall festival, um, trick or treat, you know, things like that, um. Back in my day, when I was a kid, we had, um in our community, we would have um the, somebody had a tractor and a trailer, and they would put hay on it, come around, pick up the kids, and we'd all go trick-or-treating, and they would drive us down the road, you know, in these little community neighborhoods. And of course, we had parents with us, but back, back in those days, we didn't worry about The things that we worry about today. So then you would have to make sure you have, you know, parent designation to that activity. But what a fun thing to do, you know, and it's something that they will remember and it will be something that their children will remember and talk about. So that will keep you top of mind. Okay, so I think we've covered everything. um another a couple of other little tips that I think would be really good for you is when you create that community page on your website and you create the Facebook private group for that community, put it in your newsletter, you know, push people to you know, say, hey, I just created a community page on Hickory Creek. Here's the link. Let me know what you think. I would love to get your opinion. If there's anything that I need to add, or, you know, if you can give me more information because you live in that community, give me a holler. Let me know what we can do to make this a great page as well as a great Facebook private group. And then, um, again, you're driving SEO. So when you send out that email or that newsletter, they're clicking on the link. They're going to your website. There's another another um, view of your website that the SEO is picking up on. And when they see that, that gives you higher ranking, you know. And let me just side note, if you ever search for real estate in your community, you know, the first people that are going to show up is Zillow, Realtor.com, and all the big dogs. You know, who cares? Nobody cares. Um, What they do care about is when they start scrolling past all of that, is who is the real estate agent that is showing up, okay? Not the franchises, not the paid programs, but... Because they're buying those ads. They're not just organically growing there. So who is growing organically? And you should be that person, okay? So that should be the goal, is do a little research on Google and um, maybe even go to Pinterest and do a little search and see who's coming up. And then, um, and see what your goal is to reach that page ranking. Doesn't have to be a huge goal that you attend to every day. It's just like, okay, I want to be, number one on non-paid ads on Hickory Creek or Minneapolis, Texas, you know, whatever. And strive to do that. You can do it. It takes a little time, but you can do it because I guarantee you, nobody is doing this in your community because this is a lost art. Um, like I said, we did these years ago. And they were very successful. I did them for clients' websites, as well as um there were companies that built those neighborhood websites. And I worked with both. And, you know, they both were great. And I thought it was a great benefit to the community. But if it was me... I've done it on my own website because I want the traffic coming to me, not to somebody else who's gonna pick up on the s e o and everything I want them to come to my website, learn about my community that i'm and you know that I'm putting out there, but while you're on my website. You're gonna check out who I am, so you're gonna to go to the About page. You might even go look at property, you know? you might um look at some other stuff. You might be a seller and you've got a lot of seller information. Maybe you have a buyer on there who's looking for buyer information. So what the goal is is when you push that person to something on your website, the chances are they're looking at other areas of your website. So make sure they're all enhanced one hundred percent, okay? Um, what else can we tell you to do? So, Another thing is when people go to the website and look at the community page, you know, hopefully you've got to subscribe, Um, not subscribe, but join our private Facebook page. And then you might have another link that says, keep me updated on Hickory Creek events or something like that. So that way you're capturing their email. Now, if you opt to my 100% recommendation is to have a link on that page that says, join our private Facebook group. Don't miss out on anything that's going on in Hickory Creek. Then they click on the link, they go to Facebook, they have to answer the questions. One of the questions should be, what is the email address that you're using to log in to your Facebook? Or whatever they say, what is your email address associated with Facebook? So like, for example, if it was me, I would say Kim at KimHughes.com. And when I do that, then that, that is giving them, it's giving you permission to now allow them into the group, number one. But number two, now you can go find their profile and you can you know follow them. And now you can start interacting with them on their Facebook profile. And then you can take their email address, their first name, their last name, put it on your database for that neighborhood or that community to start marketing to them. doesn't mean bombard them with a bunch of emails. It just means that you are now able to market to them. And the way that you would market to them through email would be the first one should say, thank you so much for uh, joining the private Facebook page for Hickory Creek Community. We are so excited to have you here. And if there's anything you would like to contribute, please feel free to do so. In the future, I will be sending you emails that relate to our community. That way you're telling them what they're going to get. Thank you for joining. You're a valuable person to me. But guess what? I'm going to send you emails going forward. That does not mean you're going to send them an email every day, every week, every month. It just means they're going to get your newsletter. And you might even have them on another funnel saying, you know, uh, you know, hey, here's some buyer tips. Here's some seller tips. Have you checked the Facebook group lately? Um, this is what's going on in our Facebook group. Make sure you check it out. You know, because people will join a group on Facebook and then they forget who they joined. I'm the I'm the world's worst at it, and so you want to make sure that when you have them in the group, that you remind them periodically you know, maybe on a monthly basis, just send them a little email and just say, hey, um, Joan posted that there's a golf tournament at um, Holly Creek this weekend to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. If you're a golfer, come and join us. If you do not golf, come out and support us, you know, that kind of stuff. So that way you're keeping the community involved and they're not being bombarded with junk you know, because nobody wants to read the junk. So make sure you give them the information that they're hoping to get from you so that you show that you are the authority, the true authority in that market. Okay. So that, so when you do that, that's called an email sequence. So that way you are dripping out to them, um, what they've been doing. I mean, what's been going on in the community. Okay. So a couple of things um, that I wanted to share with you to kind of get an idea. I'm just looking to make sure I didn't overlook something. Um, but what I would suggest that you do is, um, you know, write out your steps to say, I'm going to first... if and I'm going to assume you have a website. So you already have the website, go buy the domain for those com- for a co- those communities. I would buy as many as you can on each community. Um, because if somebody, if you're creating one on Hickory Creek and then another agent picks up on it and they were like, oh, that's a great idea. I think I will go get Meadowview Estates. Well, You can't do that now. So make sure you look at your communities. Which ones do you want? Make sure those domains are available. If they're not available, you could go to whois.com, put in that domain, and it's going to tell you who owns it if it's not a private account. Okay, so that's very helpful. Okay, so to break this down, um, you know, like I said, you already have the website. If you don't, you need to do that. community page. You just need to name it, whatever the community is. Introduction, put photos, put videos. Um, what does that community offer? And then a link to your Facebook private group. And you might even put on there, subscribe to my newsletter. So that means you have those two buttons. And then once they get over to the Facebook, they click on the link, they go to the Facebook group, they have to answer the questions. Be very thoughtful of your questions because you want information. So. Of course, we don't want anybody coming in there and spamming, so you have to tell them the rules, but you want their name, maybe not their name, because you can get that. But their email address is what's going to be the important thing because then you can go find them on Facebook. While you're looking for them on Facebook, another thing you can do is write their name down, their email address, get their get their birthday. Everybody's got their birthdays pretty much on their profile. Once you have their birthday, now you send them a birthday card that says happy birthday. Um, but send them a card in the mail and then on their birthday, go into the Facebook group and say, happy birthday, Judy, you know, happy to celebrate today with you. Hope you have a great day. And then people will come in and wish her happy birthday too. So it's a fun thing to do. It's a great way to connect with your community. Um, it does so much, and it's it does take a little effort to get it started, but once it's started, all you have to do is manage it, and it will bring you so much joy. It will bring you referrals. It'll bring you clients. It will be a great thing. Just let me just say that. So with that said, I told you I would give you a couple of people that we have worked with either in the past or we currently work with them that have done this. Now, a lot of those, um, and I will say a real quick little thing here. This was really popular back, oh gosh, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. So a lot of these websites um, have moved to other platforms because one of the major platforms that we used sold the business to another real estate company. And and when that happened, the product went down, and we quit promoting it because we were not—they um, did not meet our expectations. And if they don't meet ours, we don't promote them. Um, that's why I don't get paid to uh, promote anybody, so that I can be honest about the experience we have or the experience that our clients have had with a some type of program, a CRM, a website, you know, whatever that may be. So, with that said, um, a couple of websites that I would like for you to go look at is one is Maureen Cool, and her name is spelled dot L.com. Now, this is an iHouse web website, most of them are now. Um, Go over there and she lives in Seabring, Florida, which is kind of in central Florida. So she's not on the beach, but she's surrounded by a lot of lakes. And so she has a lot of lake information on there. She has a lot of golf course information on there, um, and everything. So you can look at that, kind of get an idea of what she has there. Um another one that you could look at would be um uh, oh, I've gone blank and I did not write them down. Is um uh, Lisa Leonard. She has um website called Widley com, and it's spelled W H I D L E Y I-S L A N D E. I'm sorry. I-S-L-A-N-D-A-G-E-N-T dot com. Now this is a fairly new client. We just built her a website with iHouse Web. And but when you go there, keep in mind it's a new website. It's only been live for about a month. And but she has a lot of pictures, a lot of information. So keep this one in your favorites and come back and check because we will be doing those community um, pages for her. So look at those two. And then um, a couple of others that would be good to look at is um, Mammoth Count Country. That's Nancy Davidson. She has a really good website. She doesn't have the community pages because she really doesn't need them because of where she is, but she, but look at all the information she gives you about where she is. So kind of look at that and think, okay, because I have all these communities, I can do that as well. So that's a good one to look at, okay? So another website that I highly recommend that you take the time and look at is com and it's M-A-S-H-A-H-A-L-P-R-E-N, and she is a real estate agent in the Raleigh, North Carolina district, so um, she's been an agent, oh God gosh, many, many years. She used to be a client, Um, came on as a client, and we did great things together, worked a long time together. And then she kind of went into a different direction, which, you know, that's what we're here for, is if you need help and then you go into a different direction, we're going to send you on way with everything that you need and um, everything that we've helped you with. So hopefully that sets you up for success going forward and what your goals are in your business, as well as in your life. So when you go to um just take a minute and go through the entire site. It's a very, it's a very pretty site. Um, it was built by Brevity. Um, I don't deal with Brevity that much, so I couldn't give you any back information on it. But um, when she was with another website company, we helped her build out that website. And so she has taken a lot of that information and moved it over to this site. That's why I want you to look at it because she's very focused on community. Um, If you look at her homepage, it's all welcoming. It's all about the communities, etc. Then when you look at the menu, you're going to I see the community um, menu, which most websites already have. But when you click on one of those communities in that drop down, what you're going to see is images, and you're going to see market stats. You're going to see listings that are for uh, sale in that in that community. She's going to give you content to read about that community with links that go to other websites, like her schools, um, the universities, the shopping, etc. So she has really taken time to make her website friendly to the visitor, whether they already live there or maybe they're moving in. Um so this is something that I really would like for y'all to take a minute and look at. I know she is very proud of it. Um we we got to work with her um in the past to help her to get to where she is today and these communities are exactly what we're talking about. The only thing that she does not do is um she doesn't have the Facebook group. I uh, look on her website. I don't know that she even has a Facebook link. I didn't ask her when I talked to her the other day. So, um, you know, just know that this is the beginning point, And then the second phase is to build out the Facebook group that's private for that community. So this is a perfect example of what you can look at. So the other website would be batonrougerealestate.com or go to patwadham.com w a t t a m dot com those are going to be some good websites. Um they're not going to give you the um all the details that I've just gone through because, like I said, they were really, really popular back in the day, and they kind of went obsolete, and now we're bringing them back because we knew the power that they carried on the websites as well as now with social media. So kind of keep that in mind. Now, if you are one of those that has a Pinterest account, Put this on Pinterest. Um, Pinterest is the number two search engine, okay? So think about that for a minute. You have Google, and then you have Pinterest, and Pinterest is number two. So you really need to be active on Pinterest. And one way is, is to have community boards on your Pinterest account. And you can do, everything can point back to your website. So you can take images, create an image in Canva, put it on there, push it to the website. They go from the website to the private Facebook group. So this is such a huge win-win situation for y'all. And I hope, really hope that y'all take advantage of it because it does work. And if you are one of those that struggle, you love the idea, but you're going to struggle with it and getting it done then, of course, reach out to us. We're more than happy to help you. Um, You know, this is our area of expertise. We were one of the first that started doing these. And so we know how to do them inside and out. Um, If you want just somebody to talk to about, you know, go send me an email. Um, Let's jump on a phone call. You can schedule a 20-minute free call with me and just pick my brain and see what we do from there. Um, other than that, I think we have pretty much covered everything that I think could help you get started. So if you, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just still looking to see if I've missed anything. Um, oh, some other things that you can do is just put out there, like, where do you go to get your driver's license renewed? What about, um, inspection stickers, registration? You know, where's the police station? Where's the fire station? You know, where's the medical facilities? Um, you know, these are things that you have to have in your community. Um, because if I'm new and I'm moving, say, from, you know, Washington state to Minneola, Texas, I'm not going to know all that. And so I'm going to depend on my agent to furnish me this information. So if you really want to take it further, then you can do all of this and then you can create a community guide. And that is something you can physically hand to your buyer, um, or even hand out to your neighborhood, whatever you want to do depends on your budget. But the thing about that is if you, if you go in and you design it, you know and we always use canva i mean we have photoshop and and we have illustrator and all that but canva is a great little program it's free to a point um and you can go in there and create your community guides in there make them beautiful it could be two pages it could be 50 pages it's whatever you want it to be and you can always add to it um you might even take it turn it into a pdf and put it on your website and say, download my Hickory Creek uh, community guide. And when they click on that link, guess what they're going to do? They're going to have to register to get it. So now you've captured their name, their phone number, their email address, et cetera, whatever questions you want to ask. And then um, they receive that by email. Or, and, or, you could put this also in your Facebook group as one of your files. So as they become a member, you would point them to the community guide. And you would also ask your community people in your private group to look at the guide and to give you updates or to give you recommendations to put in there. Did you miss somebody? Um, you know. I'm putting together my little community guide for y'all. Who do y'all want to see? What do you need in that community guide? Let them build it for you. And then you just take all that content and go put it in Canva and create it. It's a great thing. So there's a lot of creativity here that you can take it and go with it. It's unbelievable. Get to know those people in your community because maybe what you do is, depending on where you live, but if I lived here, I had a community, um, I'm I'm just thinking of a community over in Tyler, that if I was an agent, I would be going into that community, marketing to them about my page on my website, my Facebook group, my community guide. And guess what? Because they have a swimming pool and a clubhouse, I'm going to talk to probably the BHOA and see if I can sponsor a barbecue in the summertime, be, you know, out by the pool. And then you have everybody coming to the pool, and that's an annual event. So you've got to be careful with that because if you do it for one community and you have 10 communities, are you going to do it for all of them? You know, so you're going to have to think about how you're going to do that to not hurt people's feelings. Um, people may not care, but, you know, you always want to think, okay, if I do it for this one community, what can I do for them? Or can we combine the two and bring them together? You know, so always look at how that works Um, This is a lot of information that's really good. If you implement it, it will work. Um, But if you struggle with it and you think, I love the idea, I'm just not going to put the effort into it, then you need to reach out to us and let us help you do that. Okay, I would love it if you would share this with your friends, um, your other realtor friends, um, anybody that you think could benefit from this. We do this for loan officers. We've done it for insurance agents. We've done it for realtors. So it's not just a real estate thing. It could be any business that is local. So think about that. And then, um, you know, we would love to, if you would subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.